Hey everyone, we're so glad that you are joining our next installment of our Q&A. Today we got Perry with us. Uh, Dave still isn't feeling all that well. Dave, we hope that you feel better soon so that we can, you know, see you this Sunday and we don't have to listen to this guy speak again. No, I'm just kidding. Perry did a great job filling in for Dave this past Sunday. Perry, thank you so much for doing that. I know it was kind of like a last minute thing, um, but we appreciate everything that you do. And again, Dave, we hope that you feel better soon. My name is Josh. And again, we are so glad that you are tuning into our Q&A today. Perry, how are you? I'm doing great. Yeah, doing it's great. a good day so yeah. far. It's sunny. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, it. It's our one sunny day for probably the next couple weeks. So well, we, we had a sunny day yesterday it. too. Hey, that—that's a milestone. It's in a fantastic. Michigan winter. I absolutely two love days it. in a row. All the sunshine. It doesn't get much better than that. Well, today our Q and A, we are going to be covering the topic of if you are brand new here, um, what does connections look like? Who are we? What do we offer? What does a Sunday morning look like? Because we are kind of in this season, especially around the holidays, where a lot of people are inviting to service, and people just want to know more about who we are as a church. So we are going to be just diving into some of those questions, and maybe you will even learn something about us that maybe you didn't know beforehand. So Perry, is there anything you want to say before we dive into it? No, let's go. No. Oh my gosh. It's like the total opposite of Dave. (laughs) All right, Perry. This is a broad one. Ten thousand foot view. Who are we? Yeah, that is a that's a really broad question. And so, you know, I think when you first come and you interact with us here at Connections, is we're a lot of kind of regular people. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't feel like there's a huge divide between those who call Connections home and those who come and check us out for the first time or those who are on staff versus those who are not. Um, I really do feel like we are people who are connected with each other in a lot of similarities yeah. as well. Uh, and so I, I don't think that there's uh, anyone really on staff or at our church that takes themselves too seriously. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of fun. Um, you can see that all over our social media platforms. Yeah. I mean, shoot, I just put on a bunny suit that was way, <laughs> way too, too small, small for me uh, <laughs> just to get a few laughs from the people out there. And, uh, you know, so we that's just kind of how we do things. Mm-hmm. Um, but that goes into everything. You know, not only do we try to have a good time and we try to have some laughs and just have a lo- more laid back atmosphere, but we also recognize that every single one of us is just, we're just regular people. Yeah. We all make mistakes. Uh, pastor Dave is our lead pastor, but he's not perfect. You know, you and I are on staff. We're not perfect. We make mistakes. We're just people. Mm-hmm. Um, and we try to just be people together in a community yeah. that are trying to go after this whole following Jesus thing as best we possibly can. Um, and for people who are checking out the church, we know that there's going to be people all over the spectrum on that. Yeah, We're going to have some people who... Uh, don't know Jesus at all. And they came because they were referred by a friend and they're going through a tough time. And then you got other people who have been going to church their whole lives, been following Jesus Mm -hmm. their whole lives, and they've got a really solid background for what their faith means. And and they've got answers and they're looking to see if our church is the right fit for them. Um, So I think that that kind of gives you a broad perspective of just the overall feel when you first come in. Um, But I think that we could look at this in a lot of different ways, though, too. Mm -hmm. You know, who are we? Um, You know, our mission statement, 
This is, this is what everything around our church is centered. Um, we are on this mission to fix the brokenness of our world by connecting as many people as possible to God, other people, and their God-given purposes in life. And so everything we do as a part of our church is going to be connected to that mission yeah. statement. We feel that we've gotten that mission statement, those words, um, that overall mission from the teachings of Jesus, from the Bible, but it might be a little bit different than the church down the road. Right. And that's okay, um, but you're going to see everything we do here on a Sunday morning, throughout the week, even on our social media platforms, yeah. are going to be connected to that overall mission yeah. as a church. Uh, and so, you know, we're going we're gonna to do lots and lots of different things that will be a part of that. It's a pretty broad statement if you think about it. I mean, fixing the brokenness of our world, whew, <laughs> that's lofty. Yeah. Um, but that's one of those things about mission statements is that oftentimes you don't actually maybe ever fully complete mm -hmm. that, but it's something worth fighting for. Yeah. It's something that is challenging. Uh, it's something that we should be about as followers mm -hmm. of Jesus. And so, yeah, I mean, we're, we're trying to do that. And then, you know, it clarifies that a little bit with some of the ways that we do that, right? Yeah. Connecting um, as many people as possible to God. Well, you know, Sunday mornings, we do that a lot. Yeah. You know, we're, uh, we're worshiping him through music. Uh, we're worshiping him through taking time out of our day to spend some time with other people, but also one of the pastors um, will be on stage and they'll be teaching a lesson directly from the Bible about things that are happening in our lives today um, and using uh, maybe stories from thousands of years ago to connect to what we're doing and what we're living through in our lives today. So that's all a part of um, our mission statement, though. It all goes back to that. Um, you know, we're trying to connect to other people. And so we've got not only the connections that are happening here on a Sunday morning, but also throughout the week, we've got small groups that get together uh, each and every week called connections groups. We've got uh, different things happening for different age groups as yeah. well. I mean, you've got the youth ministry that you're leading every yep. Sunday night. We've got stuff for the kids every mm -hmm. Sunday morning. We've got stuff for adults on all sorts of different days and times of the week. So we're trying to connect people yeah. to each other as well um, because we know that going through this life on your own is just... Not that good. Well, it's also not how God designed it. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not fun that way. Yeah. Because we've been designed to do mm -hmm. this together. It's also very difficult to overcome the difficulties of life when you're all by yourself. I know that's what we say in the United States. Americans, we can, you know, pull ourselves up by our own bootstraps <laughs> yeah. and we can do it ourselves and I don't need anybody. Well, not really. Right. Like, we really do need other people to make ourselves successful. We need, we need other people to overcome things. Uh, and so, you know, that's a huge part of our mission and who we are yeah. as a church. And then that last part is our connecting people to their God-given purposes in life. Well, that's, that's going back to why have I been created? What is my destiny? What is my purpose? These are big philosophical questions, but we believe that that answer is in how we follow God yeah. and that he specifically designed each of us for a purpose. Some of those purposes are broader, like we're all supposed to do them, but a lot of times when it comes to those broader purposes, I have a specific role and a specific task and specific gifts that God has given me. Yep. And so one of our goals as a church is to help people find 
that in their own lives as well. Yeah. So that's the mission side of it, you know, and there's a lot of different ways that we try to help people get connected with their purpose. Many of those ways happen right here at our church. I mean, I, I feel like there's something for anyone mm. at our church that they could get involved with. Yeah. Um, other things are out in the community, which again is a huge part of our mission. We're, we're not all about just the things that are happening within the walls of our church building. Um, we are about the community as well. And so we're trying to um, go and let people know that we love them, yeah. that we care about them, um, because that's where people are living their day-to-day -day lives. Mm -hmm. um, they're not coming to our church building every single day, and, and they won't. Yeah. And we're okay with that. We're going to make it available to people, but we want to go to where they are and go spend time with them, um, build relationships with them, and perhaps even help fulfill the needs of different people within the community in a very tangible way right. as well. So, you know, I guess what's something more specific that you would like to hear about this topic? So before I answer that question, we are going to be going deeper into some of the stuff that he said throughout this Q&A. So we're, we're kind of we're hitting everything we're going to be talking about. But we're going to go deeper. One of them is you're actually wearing it on your sweatshirt. Yeah. On your sweatshirt right there, it says compassion. That is one of our four core values, compassion, acceptance, relevance, and excellence. Mm -hmm. Can you just give us a little more detail on why those are our core values and what exactly those four mean? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, those values are really about who we are as a church mm -hmm. and how we carry out our mission and our vision yeah. as a church. Um, you know, our mission is the broad scope. Our vision is maybe for a period of time, we're going to really focus on a specific part of our mission statement. Uh, but our values are something that are always going to be a part of whatever it is that we are doing. Mm -hmm. um, you, we should see those values come through, maybe even seep through um, who we are as people, how we do things. And so we want to do everything with compassion looking at people and realizing that we don't know their stories. Mm. We don't necessarily know what they've gone through, especially initially. Uh, we don't know what they're going through in the moment. Um, and life is messy. Yeah. And so, as I said about our staff and our people earlier, we're all people. We all make right. mistakes. We all fail. We all sin. Um, and so... We want to have compassion for the mistakes we make, but we also want to have compassion for just the uncontrollable things that people are going through. And so when we are um, you know, trying to balance our humor and just our laid-back way of life as, as a people here at our church, we also want to make sure that we're being careful about being compassionate yeah. with, with where people are. Um, we want to accept all people. You know, we accept everybody. We want everyone to be a part of our church. We want everyone to come and join us on Sunday mornings. Everyone is invited to join our small groups. It's not just a connections thing. Um, like I said before, we want to go out into the community and make connections with people there as well. And we're going to love and accept all people. 
Now, with that said, Davis said this many times, you know, accepting people and having compassion for people doesn't mean that we necessarily agree with everyone. Yep. You know, we're going to have some disagreements and part of our compassion and our acceptance and the way we go about things, you go back to our mission statement, is we're going to accept everybody for who they are and where they are. But we are going to try to help every single person here, including the people on staff, yep. including our elders, including all of our other leaders, we are going to help everyone try to grow closer to God, learn more about Him, mm -hmm. and become more like Him, yeah. even when that might step on our toes from time yeah. to time. But we want to do all of that in a very compassionate way. Um, we want to avoid being maybe some of the churches um, that you've seen in history or within our country that when they speak about things or they say things that it's highly offensive or purposely offensive. Um, you know, so we're going to try to avoid that as much we can, even though we know there are times where we will step on people's yeah. toes and it might hurt their feelings sometimes. Um, but we want to be compassionate. We want to be uh, accepting of all people. Uh, and then of course we want to be relevant. Mm -hmm. Uh, so this infuses everything that we do as well from the makeup of our building. When people come to our building and they and they see what's going on inside, I've never heard anyone say, oh man, this building is really crappy. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard that before. I've always heard people say, yeah, this is this has got a very uh, a nice feel. It's got a uh, modern feel. Mm -hmm. It seems, you know, like it fits. It's not real old school. And I know that some people go to church services trying to find that yeah. old school nostalgic feel to it. But that's not who we are. Um, we're looking to be a bit more relevant uh, and and have it be something that you might more encounter on a regular basis right. throughout your life. Um, but it's even more than that. It's within our messages. As I said before, we want our messages to really tie into our day-to-day -day lives, things that we're actually going through. That's why we did that deconstruction mm -hmm. series, because those are real issues that people have real questions yeah. to. Um, and we try to stay relevant while also keeping all of those other parts of our values as well. Um, and so we just feel like that's the best way to reach people, yeah. to talk to people. Um, if we are constantly talking about things that don't relate to people, we kind of feel like they're going to tune yeah. out. And For so sure. that's a huge part of who we are as a church and how we try to do things. Um, it's the same with our outreach. If we're going to go out there and do some things that are for the community, we want to make sure that we're actually helping the community, yeah. not just giving them a solution to a problem that doesn't exist. Yep. Um, you know, I've, I know there's been some situations like that in the past where uh, churches or ministry groups have gone and done something, and then the community is like, well, we didn't really need that, but thanks. You know, and so we want to be yep. very aware of that. Yeah. Um, and so a lot of the stuff we do is very simple. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, hey, who doesn't like a donut? We'll take you a, a box of donuts for, to, at yeah. your workplace just to give you a pick-me-up. Or um, if we find out that people need their leaves raked, okay, well, that's a very practical, relevant thing yep. for their life. Or there's a building project that we've got people who can help yeah. with or whatever it might be. Um, we try to do that as well. Um, and then the last thing is we try to do everything with excellence. Mm. Um, <clears throat> that's doing the best we have or the best we can with what we have. Um, and so that is, it might be the most, one of the more complicated parts of our values, right? We're trying to do the best we can 
with what we have. Right. So there might be certain things that we look at and we're like, man, we would really like that to be better. Yeah. But we just don't have the resources or maybe even the talent to do that. And then there's other times where it's like, okay, well, how can we make it as good as we possibly can, even though we know that maybe someday we'll get over here? We're still going to have that right. focus. Um, and so we try, again, everything from the building to what we're doing out in the community to uh, what we're doing here on Sunday mornings and in our groups. We want it to be excellent. We want to do our very, very best. And part of that is because God deserves that. Yeah. Like that's an act of worship, doing sure. our very, very best uh, for God. And with other people is part of how we worship him. Uh, And so that is also a huge value that we have as a church. And I believe that when you come to our church and you see what it's all about, you will see those four values seep into Mm -hmm. everything that we do. Um, And so I I think that's a huge part of it as well. Um, And that's that's just kind of who we are. Um, And, you know, will we fail? At those, absolutely. Yeah. Just as I said from the very beginning, we are real people. Um, failure is not something that we necessarily shy away from. Shoot, every single uh, Monday, what do we talk about? We get together and we kind of critique mm. what we did the previous Sunday and just say, how can we improve? How can we get better? And um, that's all a part of this. Yeah. And so we're trying to... Um, incorporate uh even that as something that that's who we are um and so uh you know we're going to work together with each other it's going to be messy at times because we're people uh and that's just the way it is uh but that's what we're striving for that's our goal yeah for sure let's let's go even deeper into our 10,000 foot question. Let's zoom in a little bit more. And we're going to answer both sides of the coin here. We're going to answer it with our in-person and we're going to answer it with our online. And I'm going to ask you to do the in-person because I'll do the online for you. So start in-person. If somebody is sitting at the light right out there, 131 and U Avenue, and they're about to turn into their, our church, what should they expect for the first time on a Sunday morning? Yeah. So when they come in, uh, Depending on the service, they're going to see some people out there greeting them in the parking lot, waving to them, helping them maybe find a spot if it's full. Um, And then after they get in here, they're going to walk through the doors. And at those front doors, there's going to be someone here greeting them with a smile. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's something that I feel like we have every single Sunday. Um, They're not going to you know, hold you there a whole lot. You know, they might have a brief conversation with you just to say hi, get to know you just a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then from there, uh, they may help you find the next spot or they may let you um, kind of do your own thing from there, depending on what you would like. And so when you walk in our doors, our building kind of works like a funnel to the auditorium, which is where everything happens for our adults yeah. on a Sunday morning. Um to the uh, as you walk in, if you if you look to the left, you're gonna see all of our kids' rooms and our cafe. We've got free coffee and snacks, and sometimes it's hot cocoa, sometimes it's hot cider, sometimes it's you know uh, smoothies. Yeah. Like who knows what it might be, um, but there's always some sort of free snacks and refreshments mm-hmm. um, that are available for people. Um, and then of course we've got the stuff going on for our kids. Uh, we have things for kids from birth all the way through fifth grade. Yeah. And our goal there fits all of our values, 
all of our mission as well. We're just doing it for kids in a relevant way mm -hmm. for their age, um, trying to make it fun and exciting, but also give them something really tangible to learn about yeah. God and what it means to follow him. Um, and so uh, during our first and third services, we have three different rooms that are available for them. Um, we'll have the baby room, which is all the way up until they're potty trained. Then we've got kind of the toddler preschool yeah. room, which is potty trained until I think kindergarten is still in there. It depends on the day. See, yeah, Sometimes. Some, somewhere in that. We'll, we'll have to ask Kristen. Kristen might be on here next uh, yeah. week. Yeah, so maybe I'll sure. just have to ask her yeah. that question. So we'll Give her more of a breakdown. More details about that. But mm -hmm. um, And then our third room is first through fifth grade. Now, in our second service, because of the need and because of the amount of volunteers, we actually have that room split up into two, mm -hmm. which we're super excited yes, about. Very excited um, about. And soon that will be the case for all of our yeah. services. But that just kind of gives you our heart. Mm -hmm. Again, we're trying to reach people where they are for their age group. And, you know, first through fifth grade is a pretty broad range. Yeah. So if we can divide that up a little bit more to go K through two or, or first through second um, and then third through fifth, yeah. that's just a much better Absolutely. focus, we think. Um, and so that one classroom is the one kid's room that is at the north end of our building. It's to the right when you first enter our building. It's in our multi-purpose yep. room, which is an awesome room. Yes, it's uh, a very awesome room. Where they can do so many different things. There's a basketball hoop in there. There's It's kind of more like a hardwood room, yep. so you can spill stuff on there, it's and it's just not a big open deal. space. Yeah. So you have endless possibilities with an open space. Absolutely. They can so, run. They yep. can play nine square. They can do all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Whatever the kids' leader decide mm -hmm. to do on that day, they can do it. Um, and so... Uh, after you get your kids to where they need to be, after you've gotten your cafe stuff, you can hang out in the lobby. You're going to see some high top tables. You're going to see a welcome desk yeah. that's there. The welcome desk is, uh, is there for anybody who has any questions about anything. It's specifically geared to someone who is new to the church right. though. If you've only been coming for a little while, that's the place to go yeah. because they're the ones who have been trained to answer your questions or at least get your question to the right person. Mm -hmm. uh, but they also have a gift for you. They want to bless you with that. Um, and, and they're just really nice people as well. Whoever's at the Welcome Center, they're always great people. Um, but, you know, if you don't want to do that and you just want to people watch, you can sit at the high top <laughs> tables for a little while. You can do that. And people watch. Yeah, that's a real thing. <laughs> you know, I know there's a lot of you out there who like to people watch. Put that in the comments. Let us know if you're one of those people watchers. <laughs> uh, but, you know, uh, but or you can just socialize with your, yeah. your friends and your family there. Maybe you'll see some other people you know. Chances are mm -hmm. you probably will. Yep. I mean, this isn't that big of a town. Yeah. Uh, you know, the whole Kalamazoo area. Um, it's not that big. You end up running into people. Yeah. Um, but, you know, eventually the service will start. You make your way into the auditorium. There will be greeters at that door as well, greeting you, handing you anything that we might be giving out mm -hmm. that day, ushers who will help you find a seat. Um, and, you know, it's, it's once you enter, depending on what your experience is, it almost feels a little bit like entering a theater because the lights are down a little bit. Um, and so when you come... You're going you're gonna to kind of enter this place where it allows you to really focus on what's happening on the stage. Um, and yes, you can interact a little bit with the people next to you, especially before the service. Yeah. Um, and people are happy to do that. Um, but once the service starts, our, we typically have someone who will welcome you. 
uh, and greet you and, and fill you in on a little bit of what's going to happen for the day. And then our band takes it from there mm -hmm. um, and they play some worship music. Typically, we do about four songs. Um, and from there, we go right into a message or a talk um, that one of our pastors does. Josh has done some. I do it from time to time. And then Pastor Dave is our primary speaker. Um, we've got a few others on our teaching yeah. team as well. That's where you're going to hear that that incredibly relevant message that really fits your life. We all have different styles yep. uh, of teaching, so it's a little bit different depending on who's up there. Yeah. Um, but then uh, after that's done, we typically have some sort of a wrap-up, fill you in on a couple more details, and you're off to kind of do your thing. Um, we encourage people to, again, hang out in the lobby, hmm. stop by the Welcome Center, uh, interact with each other, get to know each other a little bit more. Uh, but if you've got to take off at that point, you can take off. And again, you're going to see some greeters at the door saying goodbye yeah. and sending you on your way um, out of the parking lot and to do your thing. Yep, for sure. So that's the, that's the in-person. If you come here on a Sunday morning, that's mm -hmm. what you'll expect. It's pretty much the same outside of a Christmas Eve or an Easter special where it's, it's a little right. bit different. Um, if you're watching online, so as of right now, today is December 13th of 2023. Our second service starts at 940. That is our service that we live stream. Steve's sitting over there. He's going to correct me if I'm wrong. But we have a pre-show that begins at 925. About 15 minutes beforehand, I just got a thumbs up, so I got it right. Um, and that's with usually Layla and Andy and Lexi and Elizabeth. It's absolutely amazing. It helps you stay plugged into what we're doing as a church. So if you're ever like, man, I wonder what they're doing as a church. I know I might live in California or Florida or Texas, and I'm way far away, but I still want to see what they are doing in their community and around the world. That's a perfect place to tune in. It's a whole lot of fun. You get to see more of that personality of our church. And then it goes into pretty much everything that Perry just talked about with the service. It has the welcome, it has the worship, it has the message, it has the wrap-up. But then directly following that, we come right here to this studio, and we have a post-show that usually lasts 25 to 30 minutes where we take the message, and we take the service, and we break it down even more. We talk about how we can apply it into our lives and go deeper with that. You'll be able to connect with people um, all the time throughout the service online. We have Layla who, who chats with people. Um, so it's a great area and place for you to still be connected and still be involved with what we're doing here as a church, but through our online platform. So again, as of right now, that is our second service, which is 940, uh, which we're, is where we live stream. So let's go ahead. Let's dive in a little bit more. I know that you touched on it a little bit, mm -hmm. but what are some of the ministries, what ministries do Connections Community <clears throat> Church offer? What do we offer here? Yeah, I think before we dive into what ministries, let's answer the question of what is a ministry. Yes, that's yeah. a great question. Like, there there's some people out there who that's are like, great question. why do churches always talk about these ministries? What is this all about? And so basically what churches do is they divide up kind of what they do on a regular basis into these groups that they call ministries. And so these are specific areas that we focus on as a church to carry out our mission. Um, and so there's lots of different ministries. Uh, we mentioned a few of them already, right? We talked about the kids' ministry. Yeah. Kids' ministry is directly geared towards our children. Mm -hmm. Again, from birth to fifth grade. Uh, and so everything that they focus on, we have a pastor who is focused on that primarily. Now, she's also involved with the overall direction of our mm -hmm. church and some of the general decisions that we make, but she is laser-focused for the most part, 
on how do we end up helping our kids yeah. grow closer to Jesus? How do we connect yeah. them to the overall mission of our church? Um, and then, of course, we have the youth ministry, which you oversee there. Uh, and so we've got that, and that's every Sunday night uh, from uh, 4.30 to 6.30. And how about you share a little bit more about what happens at that ministry? Yes. So so Sunday nights, like Perry said, from 4.30 to 6.30, we have all 6th through 12th graders who want to come um, here at this building. Basically, we use the, the whole building to accomplish what we're doing. So we start by having just our hangout period. One of the things that we talked about with our mission is helping people connect with other people. So we heavily prioritize at the very beginning of our night this community time. That could be through playing basketball, playing card games. We have an art room, we have video games, we have nine square, we have volleyball, we have a whole bunch of different things for people of all interest uh, to be able to do, to hang out and connect with other people within the youth ministry. And then right following that, we do some sort of game just to help those students tear those walls down that they can have up as this layer of protection. Um, so whether that's a big group game like dodgeball or a trivia game or whatever it is, we do some sort of fun game that can incorporate all of the students um, within our ministry. And then we go into some sort of message slash talk slash devotional slash testimony um, where we are, again, taking the mission of the church and incorporating what that into 6th through 12th grade students. So we this message can be on like deconstruction. We partner with the church, the Sunday morning services to talk about that, a youth group, or something that is relevant within the students' lives. And then directly following that, we split off into small groups that are grade and gender specific so that we can, again, dive even deeper into where that specific group of students is at um, to focus on that relevancy. And then after that, we again promote them to stay and hang out a little bit, have a little bit more community time, um, grow closer with their leaders, grow closer with their friends, um, because we find that very important here. But ultimately, we are pushing all of those 6th through 12th grade students um, to grow in their relationship with Jesus. And we just try to do that in a fun, relevant way. So, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and it's awesome. I yeah. get to volunteer with you, and, and I love it. Um, have a great time yeah. playing nine square or basketball with the kids, and yeah. uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, but that's another one of our ministries. Um, we also have our guest services or first mm -hmm. impressions team. Um, you know, that's a large umbrella of from the parking lot, people who serve in the yeah. parking lot to try to help you find parking spots, to the greeters, to the people at the welcome center, to the ushers helping you find seats, to the people working in the cafe to help prepare snacks and different yeah. things for you. And so uh, that is all a part of what um, the first impressions team would include. Um, really, it's just trying to help people feel welcome yeah. uh, within our church. And so that's what that's all about. And then we have our worship team. Our worship team is, is consists of the musicians uh, and the singers who are on stage. Um, and then we have a tech team that really supports them, yeah. as well as everything else that's happening on in the auditorium. Um, and they're they're working with the online production. Yep. They're working with the cameras that are that are handling everything there to catch it all. Um, they're working with our sound and our lights mm. and and everything that goes on behind the scenes, running the slides and stuff like that. Like that is a group of unsung heroes. Yeah. And I think for the most part, they want to be behind the scenes, mm -hmm. but man, without them, we'd really struggle. Yes. Uh, and so we have them as well. I already mentioned the teaching team. That's yep. a much smaller ministry, but there's a, a handful of people who are on that. 
as well. Um, and then we've got uh, some other things that are going on that are really kind of more, I would say, behind the scenes or not seen as much on a Sunday morning. You're for- Oh, no, go ahead. Did go I ahead. forget one? On I, I think morning? so, but I think you're about to touch it right now. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I don't know. We'll no, see. It's, uh, you, were, you were doing Sunday morning first, and my brain was already off Sunday morning. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, go no, ahead. No, I'm not done yet. Totally ignore That's just it, Sunday morning. Uh, and that's the thing about our church. We've got so much stuff that's yeah. going on. You know, we have um, you know an outreach team. That goes out and does things in the community, mm-hmm. um, and that is—it's kind of a loose group right now that's focused more on specific things. Yeah. Like we have a group of people that's highly involved in an event called Big Serve, mm-hmm. which is an amazing thing that we do out in the community. I'm not going to get into it now, but they're focused on that. Then we've got another group that's kind of more focused on. Yeah, I want to be involved in this more regularly mm-hmm. throughout the year, doing uh, some smaller things here and there. And so that's our outreach team. Yeah. That is everything that is actively going out of our walls to go and make a difference uh, within our community. Uh, so we have that. Um, we also have our small group ministry, which are called Connections Groups. That is the... C Groups. You could shorten it up and say C groups, but Steve hates Steve, Steve's back there shaking Steve, his head like, of Steve course. Steve hates it. He just Even did though that. we call Connections Youth Ministry, we call it CYM. Connections Kids Ministry, we call it CKM. But apparently C groups is just too much. Well, it's got to anyway, fit CGM. Well, we have, Anyways, other, we have other things for CGM. Uh, but anyway... Uh, We've got our connections <laughs> groups, uh, which are, you know, really our main ministry for our adults outside of Sunday mornings. Mm. Um, as I mentioned before, they meet on all different days and times. These are typically groups of ten to twelve, maybe fifteen people that get together, um, and so it's all sorts of ages as well. I mean, you're in a young adults yep. group um, that's typically 18 to 25. There's some groups that are like 60 plus, mm-hmm. empty nester type groups. There's some groups that are specifically for young families. Yep. There's some that are multi-generational. New married couples. Absolutely. There's uh, a marriage group. There's uh, all sorts there's of different activity groups. groups. Yeah, and we just recently added a wrinkle to that because most of our connections groups are groups that get together and basically try to do everything in our mission. Mm. They try to connect more with God, they try to connect more with people, and they try to connect more with their God-given purpose in life by being somehow active in their community together yeah. to be on a mission, right. to reach other people for Jesus, to love on other people. Uh, and so <clears throat> that's what most of our groups are, are heavily focused on the entire mission. Whereas we just added a little bit of a wrinkle with these activity groups Mm -hmm. where it's really based almost entirely on connecting with other people as a part of their God-given purpose in life. Mm -hmm. Um, And so you might have a card group, you might have a basketball group, you might have a, a, you know, hiking group. It could be literally anything. I think one of the most one of one of the groups that's lasted the longest that we've had that is a blanket tying group, mm-hmm. you know, where a group of women get together and they tie blankets together that they then donate to the local hospitals. And so it's a pretty cool group. It's pretty cool. Um, and so there's lots of different options that are there. I truly believe that there's probably something for everybody that's on there. Um, there might be a couple specific things that you're like, well, I really wanted to have a crocheting group. Well, we don't have a crocheting group. But what's cool about those is that if you really want that, you can start it. You can start it. <laughs> yeah. And so there's some options there for you as well. Um, but that is one of the, I mean, really, it's the best way for our adults 
to continue on in the life of the church outside of Sunday mornings. And we actually feel like it is very difficult to truly connect with each other if we're not connecting with each other outside of Sunday mornings. It doesn't have to happen through our groups, but it needs to happen in some way if we really want to connect with each other. And so uh, that's a huge part of what we do as well. Um, we have several other smaller ministries as well that are maybe tied together with some of the larger ministries, like a follow-up team. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got the, they're working together to follow up with all of the people who reach out to us with questions or a desire to get connected or they visited and they let us know, like all those different things. We've got a team of people who are working on following up with mm -hmm. them because we don't want anyone to fall through the cracks here. Um, we also have a care ministry, yeah. um, which is led by a group called the Deacons. Uh, these Deacons are partners of our church who um, have been given the specific task to take care of the physical needs of the people yeah. within our church. Outreach is for the people outside of the church. The care ministry is for the people within the church. Um, and so they've got a team of people who are also a part of that, that aren't necessarily deacons. Um, the deacons are the leaders, um, but they all work together to maybe provide meals for people who, are, who are, have their family members in the hospital. Or maybe they write letters to people who are struggling. Or maybe they go and visit them at the hospital or at their homes. Um, they're going to take care of all sorts of different right. care issues. Um, and so that's a great team as well. Um, I'm sure I'm missing a team here and there. Um, oh, We've got people who help with like the physical labor of the church. Yep. You know, we got people who go out and do landscaping. We got people who literally, we just had a, a team, a few guys come into our office and hang up whiteboards for us. Yep. You know, these are people who have certain skills that they may or may not want to actually ever be seen. Yeah. They may not want to greet with people. They may not want to work in the cafe. They may not want to work with kids, but man, God has given them the gift and the ability to do handyman type stuff or worker man things. And, yeah. you know, they do those things. And so, um, like I said, we try to kind of find a place for anyone, whether it's within our yeah. church or out in the community. And so we have lots of different ways that mm -hmm. people can get involved with the different ministries that we have yeah. um, as a church. Um, last one that I didn't mention, which probably will lead into other things, is we have a, a, a class called the Next Steps yep. class. Um, it's, I don't know if I'd call it a full-fledged ministry, um, but it's, it's a huge part of what it, what, in helping people take next steps. Mm -hmm. And so there's a group of people that, um, help teach that, help lead groups in that. And yeah. so that's another part of it. And I also failed to mention the, the men's and women's ministries mm -hmm. as well. Yep. Um, and so those ministries really focus on either creating small groups yep. for men and women. They're still part of our connections mm -hmm. groups or creating events that are for our men or women that are very specific Towards to what them. men and women would like. Right. Uh, you know, for example, we did a barbecue with a bunch of guys in the fall and had a great time playing cornhole and having a bonfire and stuff like that. That's an example of a men's event. The ladies are doing a luncheon coming up here yep. uh, in just a little while uh, in January where they're just going to get together and have a potluck and, and socialize the way ladies do. I don't know all the details. If you're interested, 
go to our app or website because that's more their thing. It's in thing. January. Yeah, it's in January. <laughs> that's more their thing. It's going to be awesome. I know the women yeah. are going to love it. Yep. But you and I aren't women. So yep. we might not know or understand exactly what happens there. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas the men are going to be doing a chili cook-off in yep. January. Uh, and so, again, something that men really enjoy, uh, eating, chili, competition, uh, and Brad uh, Gillespie's not competing, so we'll see. I'm still trying to twist his arm. Apparently, he won last year by one vote, and he thinks his chili was so good that he can't submit it again. Yeah, it's like, come on, man. You got. He's got to prove that he can win. It <laughs> that's twice. what I'm saying. But I do know that Kerry Brubaker, Steve's dad, is, is probably going to be coming for it this year. Oh, I'm sure he's won several yeah. competitions in the past. Yeah. Um, I'm even trying to get Steve Brubaker to maybe get in on it too, but. Uh, we'll see. Uh, you should put in the comments, Steve, you need to make your chili. Agreed. Everyone, flood the comments flood with the comments. Steve. Submit your chili. Flood the comments. That'd Let's get fantastic. a like goal. If we get five likes, Steve has to make chili. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, but yeah, so those are those are all of the ministries that I can think of off the top of my yeah. head right now. Um, they all play a huge role. And I know sometimes people are like, oh, well, I'm... I'm only greeting people. No, that's a huge, yeah. important part of who we are as a church mm-hmm. because we want people to feel welcomed. Yeah. Or uh, I'm just working in the cafe. No, we need that because we want. That's just part of our whole um, atmosphere and, yeah. and part of what we do. And and so there's no just I'm just doing yeah. these things. It's we're all a part of this yeah. together. Sure. Um, so that's yeah. Those are the ministries of our church that I can think of. Yeah. So you touched on this very briefly, but. What what's I'm going to become a brand new person that's never gone to connections. What do I do next? I'm new. I like this church. What's my next step? Yeah. So you've come here a few times. You know that you like it, and you want to figure out what's next. Well, if you haven't already, you need to stop by the Welcome Center mm-hmm. and connect with us yeah. because we may not even know who you are yet at mm-hmm. this point. Um, not because we don't want to. But because there's a lot of people who are coming in and out, mm-hmm. and depending on how outgoing you've been, we may not actually know you. And so you got to stop by the Welcome Center. We've got a gift for you. That'll get you on our email list. Uh, it'll get you in our follow-up process. When you fill out the Connect card that gets it all started, uh, you're going to end up having an opportunity to check anything, any of the boxes on that form that you're interested in finding out more about. Yeah. So. If you're interested in more about kids' ministry, we'll follow up with you about that. Mm -hmm. If you're interested more in any of those ministries that we talked about, we'll follow up with you. Um, But that's what gets the ball rolling for us because it's you taking a step to let us know what you're interested in. Now, I know that there are some of you out there who, when you come to a church, you may not know. You may have no idea what you're interested in. You might not know if you're ready to volunteer. You might not know if... Even though this church feels good and it, and it feels like a good place and you like generally what we're doing on Sunday mornings, you might not know what we believe. Yeah. There might be some things that are very important to you that you need to get some questions answered. Um, <clears throat> you can always connect us, connect with us through that same connect card and mm-hmm. ask those questions. But probably the best thing to do if you don't actually know what to do is to take our next steps class. Mm-hmm. Our Next Steps class has been specifically designed for people to find what their next step is. We truly believe that every single person on this earth has a next step 
in their lives that God would like them to take. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the difference, though, is that some people know what those next steps are right? and others don't. And so that class has been designed, again, to help people connect more with God, connect more with people, and connect more with their God-given purposes in life as we try to fix all the brokenness in our world. Um, and so that brokenness starts with us, you know, and the brokenness inside us. And we talk about that in that class. We do a growth survey. Um, it's like a self-assessment where it asks you some pretty specific questions to see, well, where are you right now? How can we help you? Yeah. Um, and really, I think that's one of the biggest differences. Every church has one of these types of classes. But the biggest difference between the way we do it and what many churches do it is that we really gear it more towards you than maybe the broad strokes of what the church has to offer. We want to figure out who you are and then connect you with some specific things Mm. that could be next steps for you. Um, And so, like I said, that starts with our own brokenness, but then it's how do we connect to this mission um, as people? So the next steps class actually breaks down our mission statement, goes deeper into each of those things, is a and it is also a place for you to ask any questions mm-hmm. that you might have. Um, and so it's a great resource yeah. for folks. Um, you take a growth assessment. You also take a gifts assessment, um, which tells us more about right. maybe the spiritual gifts that God has given you. You learn more about what we believe about spiritual gifts um, and how you might have those and what those might be, a starting point for those. And in the end, uh, we give you a very specific next steps plan that offers some suggestions on your possible next steps within our church. Um, Some of those are going to be volunteering positions. Some of them are going to be specific small groups or connections groups that you could join. Others are going to be books to read or maybe mission trips to check out or who knows what it might be. It's going to be specific to you. Um, And then there's going to be other things that uh, could maybe come up throughout as well. One thing that you can do throughout that class is at the end, you have the option to become a partner. Um, Now, some of you are like, what's a partner? Well, a partner is a version of our membership. Many churches have members. Um, and every church typically has something that you would have to do to become a member if they have it. We don't call them members. We call them partners because we believe that that language fits our culture better today. We're trying to be relevant, yep. right? I mean, think about what it means to be a member today. When I'm a member of a, of a gym, I go to the gym, I pay some dues, I get to use all their features, someone cleans up after me. You know, no one necessarily interacts with me. Yeah. I just kind of go and I and I do my thing and then I leave. Yep. It's not you don't really have any ownership into that. Yeah, for sure. But when you think of the word partner, you think of someone who actually owns this company mm-hmm. or someone who is actually a part of this and the yeah. leadership decisions and and what's going on as a church and 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 what we're doing. And so we truly believe that when you're a partner you are a part of what we do. We actually call our partners and tell them, like, you're a volunteer staff person. Um, now, there's certain roles and responsibilities that we have as staff that, of course, volunteers aren't going right. to have to do. Uh, you shouldn't have to. We're, we're working this yep. 40 to 50 hours a week. You're volunteering your time for, you know, maybe an hour right. a week. Maybe it's 
Maybe it's a, a few hours a week. And so we're not expecting the same out of you, but yeah. we value you in the same way. Uh, and so that's an option uh, for you as well throughout this class. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for diving into that. The, one of the big reasons why we filmed this day, again, we touched on it at the very beginning, is because we're in the holiday season. There's a lot of people that are being invited. Mm -hmm. um, and we just want to be able to answer some of those broader questions for new people. Um, but if you're watching this and you're like, oh, I just had a friend that started coming or I want my family member to start coming – we highly encourage you to send this to them so they can find out a little bit about who we are before they even step foot into the store, whether it's for a Christmas Eve service or a service in the New Year. So again, I highly suggest that you send this out to anybody that you might know that wants to know a little bit more um, about who we are as a church. And as always, if you have more questions about who we are as a church or the Bible or anything like that, you can go to my 3c.org you can go to the very top there's a submit a question tab totally anonymous and you can submit any single question you have about anything whether that's again who we are as a church or what the bible has to say about x y and z anything like that we do these q a's every wednesday to be able to answer those questions that you guys have now before we go any further i do want to say not next week we will have a q a next week but december 27th right after christmas and i believe it's january 3rd a couple of days after new year's we will not be having a q a we as a staff we're going to be taking a little bit of time off taking a little bit of a rest um a sabbath from this if you want to say it that way um to be able to be prepared and ready to go for a whole another year of q a's coming up so december 27th and january 3rd there will not be a q a on those nights but on january 10th we will be starting back and we will be doing every single wednesday um unless posted otherwise so again as always this is possible because you guys submit your questions so if you have any go to my3c.org and go to the submitted question tab at the top to be able to submit that question perry thank you so much for filling in today and just being able to answer all of these questions that were asked dave we hope that you feel better soon and we hope that everybody watching that you guys have a great rest of your week um and that we see you on sunday or at our next q a bye guys mm -hmm.